Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. 
Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed. Walk out of the middle class. Become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book? The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, this book is free 99 yes you heard me free 99 yes all you want for free yes free 99 all you have to do is just pay shipping and handling that's it nine dollars and 95 cents just to get your free book this book is a life changer i'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire yes we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet I'm just saying. I got a few months to go. Don't worry about it. Shh. Don't nobody need to know that, girl. <laughs> you don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. Fair enough. Let's say you got four. Yeah. What do you do with those four people? Are you consistently talking to them every day? And again, I'm talking to everyone. Are you finding out what they need? Because, and I'm not not even talking about psychologically. I want to say, and it's easy for me to say, you know, however you treat people, it'll come back. And that's true. That's true. But I'm being more practical than that. I'm being far more practical than that. When you have an audience of four, you're quicker, more nimble than anyone else. And what it allows you to do is find out what your audience of four likes, tolerates, how they're hurting. It lets you find that out far more than someone with an audience of four million. You can have deep, and by you, I should say, let me say y'all so y'all can understand. I'm I'm talking my Texas talk. That was the proper you second person plural, y'all can have better conversations with four people. So if you just have an audience of four, then you're actually in a power position. I get it. I know what it sounds like. But everybody started with four. I started with six people in my living room. And that's the truth. Three of those people were my family. Two of them were kids too small. What was that, 2012? My, so my, my oldest was four. My youngest still had a pacifier, or my youngest boy had a pacifier in his mouth. So two of them was a four-year-old and the baby who can't even crawl yet. And their mom. All right, so that's three. Then it was my... My Aunt Lucy, that's who adopted me. And then it was two more people. It, well, it, was, it, was, it was 
Tempest, and then it was I don't even remember the girl's name because she don't she don't she ain't around no more. I don't remember the girl's name. And that's the truth, right? That's the truth. And I took care of them, took care of them, took care of them. What happens practically is you get better at customer service. You also know what those people want, and then those people have families, right? And they reach out to their families. That's how I even met you, Lisa, right? So just want you to think about that. It's not part of the meeting. Lisa brought up a fantastic, fair, and accurate point. It is accurate and fair that your audience is too small or, you know, you'll you'll do better when your audience no no you did good you did good recording your audience will you'll be able to sell more whatever when your audience gets bigger all that's facts this is facts this is facts what's also facts is one follower is better than zero and those who have millions of followers today start off with four I start off with six in my living room with chairs that I rented for a dollar. It's true from a balloon place. I rented chairs. They were, they were charging me a dollar. I got 30 chairs. I didn't have 30 people. I got 30 chairs. I rented those chairs a dollar a week for, from a balloon, not, not a balloon place. It's uh, what you call the, the dangerous traps blow up houses. The kids jump in and they pee in. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What are we talking about? The it's bouncy just, houses. Now, you know, there you go, Maya. You got kids. You understand. They, That's a dangerous trap. Uh, is that not a good description? Why did she guess it? Why did she guess it? Why did Maya get it? You got it. I gave a good enough description. I dog it. Dangerous traps. Go in there and smell like peed and kids and peed. You understand? I got it from one of those because it was off season. It was off season for them. And they let me rent their chairs a dollar a week. So I was paid $30 a week. Started with six people. Three of them literally were obligated to be in my living room. <laughs> you got no choice. You know, you got no choice. But to be, what did you do to keep them? It's a good question. I, I, I want to say I catered to them. It's, I guess that had something to do with it, but that's not the word I'm looking for. I want to say I nurtured to them, but that's that's also I nurtured them. That's a good word too. If that happened, I did cater, I did nurture, but there's something more powerful something more accurate to what I want to say. I spent time with them. I think the best way that I can explain this, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but this is where I learned it from. And I hope that you all are able to receive the illustration I'm about to give you without the... You know, I'm about to bring up a religious illustration about a guy, but all of everyone here, I, I can see three or four different faiths, faiths here right now. But take the example, 
because the example is the answer to your question, Maya. I put them on my hip is the answer to the question. But I need to explain what that means. When I first started, I wasn't good at discipleship. And that's really the problem, y'all. We really have to, when you are, when you are, when you got an audience of four people, when you got an audience of four people, five people, 100, two, you're really a shepherd more than a CEO. And what you have to do is you have to get off your deity CEO position and come down and be a shepherd and disciple. I'm, I'm saying something here. This isn't, Say that again. Yes. You have to get off the, the you know, the deity. I'm the CEO. Right? That's, that's your, you know, this, the, the protagonist of Christianity was the CEO of the way. CEO of Christianity, right? The, the CEO of that. But he took that hat off for three years and shepherd. And that's what you have to do when you have a small following is you got to put people on your hip. What I was extremely good at, and Tempest was there, Six people followed. Tippers was there. Three others were family members. And then my Aunt Lucy was there. If you're just joining us, I haven't even got to a meeting yet. I just, I was eavesdropping. <clears throat> Please meet me where I'm at. That's what Maurice just said. Who is receiving this example, which I appreciate. The, what I was good at was, was evangelism, right? And I don't, again, don't spiritualize this. What is evangelism? Phil is the chief evangelist of humor consultants. What is evangelism? He must spread the good news about what the humor consultants is doing for the world. It's the only way people are going to follow. Can you dig it? Phil must spread the good news. Maya must spread the good news about her podcast. All of you should focus on being the most excited and driven evangelists of your companies. They don't spiritualize this because evangelism was a word before it was spiritualized. The word was already there. But before there was Christianity, there was, the word evangelize was already in the lexicon. Lexicon is just a dictionary of words in the same language. What well, is language? If I give it to you in simple terms. I was a great evangelist. I could convince anybody I'm on to something. What I really was bad at 
was discipleship. I was terrible at holding you once I got you. Put this in chat. My business front door was as big as my business back door. They came in just as fast as they left. Help me somebody. <laughs> it's real tough. A man put evangel uh evangel now. The good tidings of redemption of the world over oh, well, through Jesus Christ the gospel. Usually initial capital level, four gospels, right? He's putting that down. Evangelism is just good news. You need to be spreading the good news of your company. When you got four followers, you've clearly spread the good news to four people. Uh, I do shea butter. I am the good news. You know what? CBD. Right now, CB, people in CBD and IPTV, Internet Protocol TV, and CBD, at least in the West, these people are having a hard time because they're very good at spreading the good news. They can sell, but the governments, at least the merchants, the government's laws are stopping the merchants, so they really can't do online transactions. That's what's really hurting these industries right now. They can't do online transactions. And to do the online transactions, you they get the people, but they can't keep the people due to restrictions. Now, in our case, we're restricting ourselves. So when Maya asked the question, what did I do to keep those six people? I got off the deity of my CEO-ness, and I walked with Tempest in her mud. I did. I did. I absolutely did. And all six of those people, I walked with them. I went through every bit of garbage they went through, and I walked with them. If if their mom got sick, I was at the hospital. It's the truth. It's the truth. I remembered all their birthdays. I remembered their kids' birthdays. Two of them I was just putting chat truth. Two of them had babies. I mean, one of them had a baby. I was there when the baby was born. And who was it? My kid. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember their name to save my life, Tempest. I cannot remember their name to save my life. Tamitha or something. The, the 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 other two that was with us, ah, they came from First Union. They were young. One of them shared my birthday. I can't remember. It's something with a T. Tamika, 
and her, her younger sister. I can't remember their names to save my life right now. I'm trying. She'll remember. She'll look it up or something. I put them on my hip. I discipled. So if you got four, and again, try not to spiritualize it because I'm not, well, try not to re- religiousize it, I suppose. Everything's spiritual. I'm telling you, you can't sit back and just CEO when you're that small. You have to become a disciple. I know that Grace's dad's birthday is July 22nd. Is that right, Grace? Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, he shares the same birthday with Deanna's dad. Yep. Yep. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know. You got to get in the trenches with those four people. And then those four people, well, they're going to get you more people. And then you go get in trenches with all eight of those people. Then you do it again. And then you do it again. And then next thing you know, you have a whole band of believers. And then those band of believers will go out and start growing your audience. Did that help anyone? I sure hope it did. Oh, no, time would tell. Lisa, Maya, yes, go ahead. Okay, so I'm listening. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to find a way to actually communicate for them to communicate back to me. I can dig it. So it's like, what do I say or how do I go about getting people to actually comment or, you know, just kind of, you know, reach out to me so that I can reach back out. I can dig it. I got two answers for that. Before I give you an answer, let me ask the question. Do you have these people already or do you need to go get these people first? That will change my answer a little bit. Um, hmm. I guess both, really. Okay. So I'll give you I'll give you both answers then. The first thing I want to tell you, well, let's catch everybody up. See, Maya, why are you asking this? I'll let you catch me. Why are you asking this question? What's like where are you at and what's your goal? And that'll catch everybody up. Well, my goal is to have more than 42 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time to um, get more groups and more um, discussions going on in those groups so that, you yep. know, we can kind of come become a community. There you go. There you go. Community. Common unity. This is my first answer. That's what community means. That's where it comes from. Common unity. People in common with the same unity. Common unity. 
It's in the word. It means that we have the same set of ideas and beliefs, and we're in unity with these ideas and beliefs. Common unity. Ask yourself, now I'm not talking to you, just you, Maya, your ex-y'all self. There you go. Now everybody knows. Yeah, I got to text this in there. When When I Texasize it, you know, and it makes sense. Ask y'all self, are you establishing common unity, a set of ideas and beliefs, and you're in idea, in unity, with two or three are walking together? There is coronavirus. I'm just joking. I couldn't help it. I, just, I probably never going to be able to make that joke again. The timing was perfect. I had the audience. I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. All right. No wrong. No wrong. <laughs> I had to. It was too easy. <laughs> Timing is everything. Timing is everything. But common unity. Does your 42 subscribers, Antonio, making it about me, does your six people you start off with, do they feel like they're on the same set of ideas and beliefs? If they're there, yeah. But is there unity between you and them? That's the first answer. Go get more unity. If you want them to comment, go get more unity. Take example. This is my daily meeting. Six minutes before, Lisa started a fire with the realest statement of 2020, right? And then, so I just commented. My comment was meant to be brief, but then I asked who needed this help, and then Maya got here, and then the chat started blowing up. Then Maurice, I still got to answer two questions from him, and then... You know, Tempest jumped on saying truth. So I figured the universe wanted me to address this. So I'm taking my time addressing this because this is a community. And it doesn't make sense that I invite y'all to help you in my private daily meeting and I don't give you a voice. And how can you have a voice if I don't answer your questions and some questions? are more painful and more important to answer than others. So I've set aside my agenda to get in common unity with you and Lisa. Go do more of that. You feel me? More of that and make sure your Mayas, your Lisas can feel that that's real and genuine. We'll do more of that. My second answer, I accidentally started an audience and I didn't even know it. I had an in-person audience and I started an online audience and I did it with a cricket phone. I'm not sure if that's worldwide. But this is 2009. I had a cricket phone, y'all. 3G, and it, it was one of the ones that you push it up, and then the screen go up, like you push it, and then it had to, you know, if I wanted to text you, if I wanted to hit Grace, I had to hit 4, 4, okay, G, 
And then, no, 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 that's, that's lowercase. I had to hit four, 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 four. Then it got to the capital G, right? And I had to go down to the, the seven and one, two, R, that that phone right there. Yeah, yeah, I still remember that. I know it's been a while. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, I had to, you know, had to do that. And this is what I did. On my Facebook timeline, <laughs> yes, that's an old phone. On my Facebook timeline, Lisa, this is most, that's her name, right? God, dog, why do you find everything? Yes, Turkisha. That's her name right there, Turkisha and her sister. So I said six people, it was actually seven people. I forgot she her sister, Turkisha. That's her name. God, dog, it. She found it. I couldn't remember. I knew it started with a T. I knew it started with a T. I knew it started with a T. Now, remind me to come back to Takesh because I want to say something about that. This is what I did, Lisa. This is what I did, Maya. I went commented. Now, this was back in the day when your Facebook timeline stopped. I don't know if y'all, this was 2000. In 2009, your timeline used to stop. Or at least mine did because I didn't, you know, if you don't have enough friends, your timeline will stop. If you got 5,000, then it probably won't. <laughs> you show your age. You was on Facebook in 2005. You was one of the first people. <laughs> the, and I went and commented on every single status, and I added value. Well, see, I didn't know I added value. That's not what I was trying to do. That's not what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to add value. What I was trying to do was just show people me too. That was real big for me at that time. Me too. I was just trying to show people me too. And I just wanted to put out that me too energy. Just, you know what? I get it. Yes. No matter what they said, I found a way to compliment their post. And I did it every morning while rolling newspapers. I was going to say rolling papers, but that means something different in Texas. That means something completely different. While rolling newspapers. 2008, I lost everything. 2009, I went stayed with. I'm, I'm a I'm a loser rebuilding. I went stayed. I brought my my uh, youngest son at the time. I mean, oldest son at the time. He was he actually learned how to walk over the guy named Anthony Warren's house. This is the honest to God truth. Anthony Warren was a preacher. He had a five o'clock newspaper route, and I said, bro, I need about five months. Oh, actually, I need, I need about, I need a couple of months. I need to get back on my feet. I just got this job at Little Caesars. I need to get back on my feet so I can take care of my family. And I know where we're going to live, but it's not ready for a couple of months. That couple of months turned out to be five months. So I had to do that. And I said, in exchange, I said, I could put gas in your car because I don't have no car. I'll take care of whatever you need. And I'll roll your newspapers in the morning. So we doubled his route. This is what I did. Five o'clock in the morning, I did his newspapers. It was boring as hell, way too early. No, it was four o'clock in the morning. Way too early, boring as hell. And then all I had to do was help him roll because he had to drive and deliver. But, I, you know, we went in the car. It was hard to roll them because you got to roll them and then put them in the plastic. You have to actually do all that. They don't come that way. They don't come that way. 
And during the time when after we finished that, it took about an hour when he started driving, I was sitting in the back seat that I would roll from the from the back seat because we had to spread them all out. And I would respond on my timeline. Just trying to say, me too. Because what I'm trying to do is get out my situation when I'm living with another dude with an eight-month-old. <laughs> Lisa says she used to do a paper route, right? I'm trying to get out of that when I'm living with another dude with an eight-month-old. I'm trying to get out of that situation. So I'm just trying to push out this me too. Like, you know, God... I'm going to show love to everybody until you change my situation. Now, that's adding value, but I didn't know it. Maya, this is what happened. Unmute your mic for me. Unmute your mic, because I want you to hear this, because you spoke right up on it. <laughs> All those people came back and returned the favor on my page. Yeah. Just like that. Yes, you get it. I knew you was going to get it. I knew you was going to get it. It returned the favor on my page. And that's how I started building my online audience. It's actually how I met Lisa, for God's sakes. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. So you, you got me? Look, she just smiled, right? You get what I'm saying? All right. Mm -hmm. that's, I'm just... Somehow me and her got friends, and I'm just commenting, and she coming back, and then come to find out, we hit it out pretty cool. She was making, I got, I got three of her wood things I still have to this day that she built for me. How do you get that far? I don't even know. <laughs> but it started with me showing. Yes, today I would say adding value, but that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to get out my situation. So I was trying to be as nice to as many people as possible. And that came back to my page, and they responded. And in their responses, we established relationships. Feel me? Yeah. There you go. That's how. That's your two answers. Be you know, be genuine about that. And then the second one is you started off, and just do it. It wasn't, and don't think it ain't instant. I would just add value. Until my timeline stopped, and then when you do that, because because you got you got to understand, them people are getting three likes when they post. So when you that fourth like and a comment, that makes you stand out. Okay. Yeah. And I watched my and I would just post these inspirational quotes at the time. It was called rain walking. <laughs> Tip is gonna laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, without an umbrella. Yeah, that's it. See, Lisa remembers. Lisa remembers. Yeah, yeah, without an umbrella. They had a little thing. It's where she calls Rain Welcome. Lisa was one of the first people that told me to write a book. At the time, I had no idea how to write books. No idea. This is 2009. This is 2009. Yeah. Do that. That's how you build your audience. That's at least those are two good ways. Okay. Feel me? Yes, sir. Got it. So, yes, yes, Lisa, you sure were. You sure were. All right. Read me those. Thank you, Maya. Read me those two questions from Maurice. Deanna, you know, I'm better audible. That boy brought up rain walking. God, that's so long ago. Go ahead. The first question was, uh, 
what determines if you have these people or not. And if they follow you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just wanna, let me just let me just if they show up <laughs> like that that's actually one of those what is the number one requirement of all leaders and people that have many different answers. But the real answer is followers. That, that's the real answer. Like forget what anybody else say. The real answer is followers. And I believe it was Dwight D. Eisenhower that said that first president. But it's the truth, right? Followers. Just straight up followers. If you see them, then you're already doing it. Well, your glasses, child, I don't know. Right? If you see them, then it means that you're already doing it. So that's what would determine that if they show up. Now, in the online world, you got two things working against you. You have anonymity working against you because if one person likes your post, then about 13 people saw it and liked it mentally. They just said, well, I ain't feel like it right now. I don't want to, for many different reasons, right? I don't want my notifications to blow up. I don't want to get emails, whatever, right? Just depends on whatever that may be. The second thing you got working against you is the algorithm. Because y'all are making fantastic posts. Facebook just wants your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. You're making fantastic posts. You all are doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Facebook just wants you to pay for ads. Is that fair? That's it right there. Lisa is too funny. I'm gonna share this. This is y'all. Look at this. This is how. This is how I met Lisa. Y'all. Look at that. She made this for me. With all of them brother ministries. Okay. <laughs> Excuses taste funny, and at the time that was my logo. She duplicated my logo. Sure was. Aren't you glad that you serve a God that shows up right before you give up? Wow, I've been saying that a long time. As long as he's on the throne, your breakthrough is on its way. Keep holding on. Quote this from one of my pages. And then there it is. She went and found that. Here it is. Not for resale. And I actually still have this. Sure do. And two others. Now, who would know that me and Lisa would still be cool today? That's a lesson in there, Maya, everybody. Lesson in there. Separate the top rules from the sheet. Yep, paying for ads. Y'all doing a great job posting. Facebook just wants your money. All right, keep going. Start back over with that question and keep going. Okay. What determines if you have these people or not? And the second question is, is it based on subscribers and or Facebook followers? The most followers are... I wish that Facebook and all social media would get rid of the like button. I wish that would happen so much. I would 
absolutely adore, and I'm not the only one. There's a growing movement, small movement. I just wish that y'all stop giving a hoot about followers. They don't pay you nothing. Engagements do. And I think you would be better businessmen and women if you focused on engagements and not followers. For some reason, and it's fair because no human being, not Phil, not Susan, not me, not Muhammad, not Christ, not Buddha, can separate themselves from the time in which they're living. It's impossible. You will relay and convey your beliefs and your message through the era in which you live, period, point blank. It's why Jesus talked about farming, because he was talking to a bunch of farmers. He wasn't talking to computer programmers because they didn't exist. You understand? That's why the richest man in Babylon talks a lot about gold, because Babylon was the tier of the world and the Babylonian talent, gold, was proper and sufficient and ran the world and gold was plentiful or still is plentiful because it's not going nowhere. The answer to your question, Maurice, is engagements. That's how you determine your strength and your power. Engagements. Keep in mind, no one even knows about y'all yet. No one knows about my private network. I kept it that way on purpose because when I launch it all, it's over. So you're talking about engagements everywhere. It's not about followers. That doesn't make you an influencer. Damn sure don't get you paid. Engagements do. When you go live, how many comments? When you drop a video, I'd prefer to have way more comments than likes because that I know. And, and, and here's the cool part. The algorithms are adjusted that way now. It takes more energy to comment than it does to like and share. And the algorithms understand that. Okay. All right. Did I answer your question, Maurice? For sure. Absolutely. Said. I wish, I wish they would absolutely get rid of the follow button. I really, I wouldn't, you know, that whole like and heart. Because we can't separate ourselves from the time we live in, so our self-esteem is, is tied into how many likes we get. It's true. It's true. It happens to all of us. And one day I just said, F that. I ain't doing that no more. I don't care. I'm posting regardless. And if I see I post at a bad time, ain't nobody watching it, you're going to see that video again. You're going to see it again anyway. You was going to see it if it was popular. You was going to see it if it was a dud. I was going to repost it anyway. 
Now I got a good reason. <laughs> you understand? All right, go ahead, Chris. He had another, Maurice had another question too right now. Dang it. Oh, I'm going to add even more value to but you beat me to Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. But I uh, think this is a very, actually a very big thing that all of us need to realize is when it comes to posting up social media videos, podcasts, or better yet, no matter what you do, just do it like Nike. But not only that, stop looking for validation from others. I mean, this is a really deep issue that I think is not only just in business, but personal as well. I feel like a lot of us don't do things because we're quick to look for validation for others and not just enjoy the process and putting the works in. Of course, not everybody's going to see everything or understand what you do in the beginning, but it sure as heck, I had to keep make the story that much better when you finally thrive and get to that point because that's what builds a story. It also piggybacks on what Les Brown said so many times, everybody loves a story. So they may not understand in the beginning, but if you, have, if you believe in yourself and stop looking for the immediate validation, everything will come naturally and come into forth. But I think that's something that we need to do a lot more often and stop paying attention to the views, the likes, and all that and much more and just put the work in because it will come. But stop looking for validation immediately. Boom. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. And it's difficult. I'm glad you put your mask on, man. I'm so glad. There's a war zone out there. In fact, I want to see some of your live videos in mask. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, you let me hear you muffled. I'd rather hear you muffled than labored and breathing. <laughs> gotcha. <War> zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, if I answer his questions, Tiffany says something. Encourage the comments. When you go on Facebook or any, any social media, you need to say, hey, it's just so many different ways to do this. If you're struggling on how to find out, just go watch your nephew's favorite YouTuber. Maya said, drop the mic. That was for you, Chris. All right. Go watch your nephew's favorite YouTuber. You know you got that nephew. All you do is watch YouTube all day. You know what I'm talking about. They're going to say, hey, guys, thank you for watching this video. Do me a favor. Hit the sub or hit the subscribe button. Then hit that bell. So you can get the notifications each time and do me a favor and leave a comment so I can learn more about you. I promise to get to as many comments as I possibly can. They do this better than any. In fact, YouTubers are influencing social media, period. They're the new celebrities. They are the new celebrities. Why do you think The Rock vlogs, Will Smith vlogs? A-list actors are now vlogging because of YouTubers. It's a big deal. Somehow you are the nephew and the old uncle. That is true. If I am on, that is true. My, I'm tell you for sure. My 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 boys. Actually, my youngest birthday is today, so I may may or may not be on the 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 Thursday call, the call, the marketing call, celebrating his birthday. I had to go bake a cake. If y'all don't know, I'm a one hell of a baker. Because uh, Susan, I couldn't trust their cakes out there. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know if they coughed on the cake, the plastic, the icing, the butter. I don't know what's going on out there. So I had to go ahead 
and we bake the cake around her. It's thick too. It's about this thick, y'all. This thick. Anywho, they keep me understanding that they're smarter than me. That's why I'm bringing them up. If y'all are CEOs, please listen to your kids. Satish, please know that your kids know more than you now. Please know. Yes. Yes, yes sir. Please, let me tell you why. Because they're, they're watching the trends and they're controlling the trends. It ain't you no more. And when I get your age and you ain't that far from me, it ain't going to be me no more. You understand? Yes, sir. They own YouTube or Geo, and they, right, they're influenced by it. And the influencers are influenced by them and what they react to. That's why Tempest Common is true. I'm the uncle and the, 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 uh, she says, what is geo? Won't you explain that to us? Explain that to us, Satish, because you taught me about it and it's, go ahead. Cause that's, y'all gotta, y'all gotta check this out. If you don't know this, check this out. You mean geo? Yes, geographical or no, G-I-O. no, the, yeah, the one that took over India and replaced YouTube. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's, it's on my phone, the India phone, right? Right. So this guy, he's very amazing leader. He started with one small thing, and he went to the supplier of that, and he took over supplier of that he took over. So he took over the entire chain of manufacturing. So with that, he came up with a cell phone, which he gave away free SIM cards. So for data and calling, you don't have to pay anything. So you, it is free to get in. And then he started charging $1. By then, with the free SIM cards, he had one billion users. Yeah, I just don't know the shout. A billion. <laughs> A billion free customers. <laughs> and now what's watched mostly in in India? YouTube or another application? So we have YouTube also, but Geo came up with its own TV and he need not pay for anything, no ads, nothing, but he also killed the movie industry or television industry. I was just going to have you bring it up. I was right. just going to have you bring it up. So we go to the movies here. What happened in India because of geo reliant industry, reliance industries. Right. So everyone, can get to watch the movies the day they, they are released by paying, I think it is $1, just $1. And he makes, this is additional money apart from the subscription money what we pay. So when a new movie is released, he eventually makes $1 billion. And in India, by the way, we have uh, probably some 30 movies released every month. Every month. 
And if you're wondering, current sales are about $3.1 billion. And here's the crazy thing, because I know Tippers is here like I'm here. Hey, man, and my phone, uh, the, the Indian phone was dominated by this Geo app. And I'm like, man, I need a user registration. And, you, and it's got all these apps this one-time thing. It's like, it, and I was like, man, this looks like Amazon. It's like, well, yeah, it's kind of like Amazon. And it's like YouTube. And it's like, and I go, wait a minute. How did you make it $3 billion? And I ain't never heard of you. Hmm. 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 Sometimes you need to put on Eastern eyes, and sometimes Eastern eyes need to put on Western eyes. Right. Very good to have two sets of eyes, East and West. That's why everyone says, if a man has read hundred books, you better better listen to him, and. Eventually, if a man has traveled 10 countries, you better follow him. Oh, yeah, that's facts. That's why the, this, the traveling is what mm, I wish I was. If all of y'all, like if all of y'all was black, I would say what I wanted to say. I need, I need, I need to. <laughs> the traveling made me understand the world and mm, I can, it's just too much. Somebody had to ask that question. It's too much. Just know you can't fool me and you also can't tell me not to like some people because everybody don't act this way. But we'll go ahead and Leave that on the table for right now. <clears throat> Any more questions? All right, and you'll get some questions from my agenda. Yes, Will Smith, he's, he's now the best freaking vlogger on the planet. And that's a good example for me to tell y'all. You ain't got much time left. <clears throat> they come in for what we do. Grace, I always think they, I just feel like they be cutting my mic off when I say something too real. Y'all ain't got much time left. They are coming for what we do. The people with 27 million followers are now vlogging. Ellen DeGeneres is vlogging. Did y'all know? That Red Table Talk is just a highly produced Facebook Live. That's it. You want to say something, James? Yeah. Um, Will Smith has a company called Bel Air Athletics, right? Yep. And, excuse me, there's this. DJ who's been going live on Instagram that hit like a hundred thousand viewers at one time, like last week or week before last. And <clears throat> Will Smith sent him like a bunch of shoes and like clothes from his line 
So while you're live on IG, he's promoting Will Smith's Bel Air Athletics. So not only is Will Smith blogging about his life, he's using people who are popular and who are trending and who is setting trends, right? Nobody was really doing IG Live like this until the no. quarantine and the DJ right. is called D-Nice. He has club quarantine like on the weekends and <laughs> after dark well whatever and the will whole smith world show up him, right will smith sends him shoes and jackets and the whole thing so while you're djing you're showing bel-air athletics so yes it's d nice and d nice is blowing up but so is will smith's apparel line so not just blogging but who are you partnering with? Who are you putting your products on or who are you putting your services on? That also matters. Mm. I hear that? And you're running out of time. And you, you are absolutely right. No one was using IGTV. No celebrities were using Instagram Live like that. This, this, this was not happening. D-Nice did it, and now you see everybody doing it. And of course, you know, you know, you know, the gospel folk ain't let nobody have, you know, the world can't have that. that you, <laughs> you know it. You know it, right? You just you can't do that. Y'all running out of time. And the good thing is there'll be something different. I am hedging my bets on Hegelianism. So I'm starting my meeting now. Hegelianism. George Hegel. It's a was a philosopher that, in simplicity, nothing is ever true. Nothing's ever right. Excuse me. Nothing is ever right. What happens? What happens is you have a thesis, and this thesis stays what you call true for quite some time. And then over time, someone has a problem with this thesis or something happens like coronavirus, whatever, something happens. And then the thesis no longer becomes just a thesis anymore because when it's just a thesis and there is no opposing viewpoints, it's actually a thin thesis or synthesis. If y'all wondering, Antonio, how do you keep being first to the right stuff? It's two reasons. Let me stop my screen for a second. Two reasons I keep being first to the right stuff. For one, because I got a lot of losses. And I mean, first, it's the wrong stuff, too. Y'all just don't remember the losses. You remember the wins. Let's <laughs> keep it real. Let's <laughs> keep it real. Right? You don't remember those losses. You go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep remembering that. That works out for me. Right? It works out for me, my BH1 story a little bit. The second reason is this thing that I'm explaining to you right now. Hegelianism. All right? There we go. Synthesis. So right now, this is a synthesis. Synthesis because there's no opposing viewpoint. And over time, it becomes an opposing viewpoint, and then you get two different lines. 
you get the thesis, and then you get the antithesis or antithesis. Now, let's break these words down. For simplicity, let's just say thought or idea. Idea, we're just going to say this is idea, thesis. Sin means synchronized or same, right? Synchronize your watches, same your watches. So same idea, opposing idea. That's it. Let's just keep it simple for right now. An idea is here and then this. All right. Instagram is for young people. Okay. That was that for a long time. What happened? Overtime is for everybody. All right. No problem. And what happened over here? It's for everybody. So now, Instagram is for young people. Young. Yes. No, it's not. It's for everybody. Everybody. Now those two things run in parallel to each other. You got the argument. And what happens? Coronavirus. Coronavirus says, no. It's now for a new thesis, which is celebrity to fan directly. That's what's happening right now. If it wasn't for that event, celebrities would be going direct to fan like this. Celebrities are now getting it. That's what happened. Over time, what's going to happen is someone's going to say, no, and this will go up here, and there would be a different idea. And that idea will have another idea, and neither young people or everyone will be right because neither side is ever right. It just creates a new synthesis. I'll explain even more. Let's use American slavery. American slavery, good. And guess what? That happened for a long time. And then all of a sudden, good is up here. No, bad. Bad sound here. Did either side win? Did slavery get abolished? No. Jim Crow. And Jim Crow became that new normal. So when I keep telling y'all nothing's ever going to go back to the same, it's going to be a new normal, I'm speaking to you from a very strong theory that keeps proving itself over and over again. Just can't call it a fact. All right, Jim Crow is good. No, it's not. Jim Crow is bad. Okay. So what comes out of that? Segregation. Segregation's good. Mm-hmm. Segregation's good. No. Good. Segregation's bad. What comes out of that? Civil rights. Right? And on and on and on and on and on. I'm hedging my bets that privacy is going to come back strong. Because y'all ain't got no privacy. I don't know if y'all know that. You ain't got no privacy. What's that theory called? 
Hegel Hegelianism should be that right there. Just put it in YouTube. You'll be blessed. I had to learn it in college and write papers on it. Greatest sum of history, <laughs> my man. Greatest sum of history I've ever heard in my life. I remembered it from 2012 or 11. Actually, 11, yeah, freshman year. And I just never forgot it. And I've been hedging my bets on it. That's why I typically be right a lot of the times. Therefore, I'm saying y'all should want y'all privacy back as fast as possible. You're not, not yet. You're going to need some things to happen. 5G will be one of them. As soon as that, you'll get tired of this. Lisa Jones is going to get very tired that her posts aren't reaching her people. At some, at some point, we can't keep charging for ads the way we do. At some point, this whole mess with elections on social media, but at some point, what is the people around the world are going to have to change? It, it's just it's what it is. It's just one of those, you know, one of those cycles. Just one of those cycles. At some point, that's going to happen. I'm betting this business, this company, that privacy, I mean, y'all should write this down. I'm about to tell you where we're going. And if I were you, I'd go there too. And I'm going to tell you why. Satisha already told you part of this because I told you that Sagasoft needs to do this in this way or there's no deal because I'm a black man. And I'm explaining this to you all in a second why I told this to Satish. Privacy. Somebody should write this down. I'm telling you where we're going. Artificial intelligence. Storage, streaming. There's your four pillars and five pillars. No, no, four pillars. There's your four pillars. Privacy, artificial intelligence, storage, streaming. Why privacy? Because guess what? At some point, it's going to come roaring back. Because you keep losing it. And I want to be in front. Why artificial intelligence? Because I can't do nothing about it. It's going to happen. It's already been here. Ain't nothing I can do about it. So you're not going to oppress me with it. Storage. Everybody got to put that stuff somewhere. Do you want to make the social media? Do you want to be the person that's going to... What's the... What's the odds that you invent the next great social media or what's the odds of you inventing the next storage company that stores all that social media stuff? That's right, Chris. Yes, isn't me we working on that. That's right. Privacy. That's exactly why I jumped on me. We, like I said, the odds are going to you grown, but as for me, and my ducats, my fame, 
my prestige. We rolling. And the streaming, it's not going anywhere. Netflix changed the world. Netflix is not getting the props that they truly deserve. Netflix invented binge watching. I need you to understand how crazy it is that the idea of consuming five years of creative content in a weekend is insane and normal. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if you have grasped that concept. We now, most people are now waiting for their hit show to hit Netflix. They say, nah, I'll catch it on Netflix. You know how many people waited for Marvel movies to hit Netflix because they missed it in the movies? Netflix and food around and put DVDs in cassette tape language. How many of um, y'all your, your mamas collected? Y'all had, she had a DVD collection. Mm-hmm. Don't fool me. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, Timbers had that big old CD collection. She had a tablet and she said, yeah, here's my uh, R&B section and the burnt CD section, 90s R&B, you know. Well, actually, it tends to be listening to 60s and 70s R&B, but anyway. And that's where we're going. You should know that. You should respect that. Last thing, and I'll save most of this for next time. Which one I want to pull out of here? I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things to talk about. Talent. I guess. I guess we'll do this. I need. Let's set up, Grace. I need two groups set up on MeWe. Find the name of right now. Two groups, so we can add new people there, and anybody else who want to go. Because there's no. My my goal is for you. I need well, it'd probably be three groups. Put put three for right now. Put three for right now. Probably two. My goal is, how do we get to a hundred thousand millionaires faster? How can I get Lisa Jones to make a post? How can I get Maya to post her podcast and her like-minded common unity community sees it without her having to pay so much money in ads? You see what I'm trying to do? Because even in the best way around a social media algorithm, let me just, I probably shouldn't say it, but I am. The best way around Facebook algorithm is a Facebook group. But then in the algorithm, I mean, in the Facebook groups, they got algorithms there too. You can't even get your people to see the post in the group. So now the surefire way to get around that is to do, 
If y'all want to get around it right now, you go live in the Facebook. This is what you do. This is the only way I figured out how to get around it. Okay, those two groups you sent me are fine right now. And then you need one for business then. So we need four. The business university. So those two different things. The best way to get to if you want to tip, create a group, y'all, or go into a group, Steve, go live, wait a few seconds to stall. And then what you do is you it's gonna give you you gotta do this from a phone. And what it's gonna do is it's gonna give you the option to tag the people. And you can tag them in that live video. It's the only way right now you can get around that. My goal is to figure out how in the hell can I get Steve to post and make money. That's my that's my goal. That's what I'm attempting to do. I'm attempting to get Steve to make money, Levon to make money, human consultants to post, and actually they reach 100% of their people. That's what I've been trying to figure out. And I've got MeWe as an option, and of course, some things that I own as an option that Sagasoft is working on. But anywho, that's it. So let's let's start those today. The rest of this meeting, I will keep to tomorrow. I answered a lot of questions. I want to just do one more thing, y'all. Who is looking for, because the first thing on my agenda was Hero Tempest, help a reporter out. Who is looking for prestige, personal brand, and exposure? with major news outlets. Who? Put on your camera, raise your hand up, anything like that. Let me see. All right. If I don't have enough, I won't I won't share. That's two. Okay. Got that. Three. All righty. Okay. Maya. That that seems like enough. What you want to do, let me see if I can just go to it real quick. Now Simone here is the expert, but I'm going to show you all. Lord have mercy. Tempest, what's the website? See, see how I be? There we go. I Googled it. Ciao. I'm so not um, administrative. You go to this website right here, <clears throat> helpareporter.com. Harold stands for help a reporter out. In short, if you're a journalist, go here. If you're a source, go here. In short, all these journalists are looking for experts to cover their stories. And all you have to do is get you an account there. Just put it in chat. Get you an account there. And if you're driving, do me a favor. Let me send this to you out of line up. Grace, text this to Maurice. I see him driving. I don't want him. He already wearing a mask. I don't need him wearing a full body cast. You know, <laughs> text that to him so he don't have to. Okay, easy. <laughs> there you go. Text it to Michelle too. She says she's driving. <laughs> text it to both of them. 
we're definitely going to go in detail about, well, not that much detail. Just know that I want to start that back up. Um, for me, that was the first thing we'll talk about tomorrow. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that's a free resource for you. It's free. And you can get featured on major outlets, New York Times, just all sorts of stuff. It's free. It's a great way to build your personal brand. And when me and Tempest heard it for the first time, our eyes expanded widely and we start using it. Yeah, there you go. So good stuff. Glad you were helped. Hope I can help you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plan better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Thank you for your time again. And I'm glad you're getting value. All right, everybody. Oh, happy birthday to me youngest. All right, everybody. You should really be famous for every tear you've ever cried, for everything that's ever happened to you, for all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through. You should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, that's how most of us great motivational speakers or platform speakers we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes. All because my story was one of tragedy. And I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I want to teach you that. I want to give to you free, no risk, no charge, no credit card needed. Free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, 
underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy from what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money. And now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy. I've homeschooled my own children. And I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion-going self is not enough to get to the top 1%, and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people 
every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10X your retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss. And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 
48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C, R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.